Hey friend, welcome to the Why Didn't Anyone Tell Me podcast. I'm your host and honest mom friend, Hannah Winslow. On this podcast, we will have deep and not so deep conversations about motherhood, work, and life at home, all with a healthy dose of humor and perspective. We will laugh, we might cry, maybe just me, but most of all, I hope you feel understood and uplifted each time you listen. Welcome to the virtual happy hour for B plus moms. Cheers. Welcome back to another episode of the Why Didn't Anyone Tell Me podcast. This is episode 11, and I am your host and honest mom friend, Hannah Winslow. And honestly, life is strange right now. Yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. Did you ever remember that? Did you celebrate? I didn't. Like, I totally had no clue. I missed it. I feel like COVID-19 has completely turned life upside down for a lot of people. Right now, my mood changes often. Sometimes I am optimistic and grateful, and sometimes I am hopeless and confused. I don't really want to talk about it, but it's kind of impossible not to talk about. Does that make sense? I feel like I am stuck in that weird period between Christmas and New Year when you have no idea what day it is, and just about anything goes. (laughs) My motto of I'll allow it has never been more poignant. The great news is this episode has nothing to do with social distancing, flattening the curve, or quarantine. You can find that elsewhere if you really want more of that in your life. Today, I'm talking with my guest, Indiana Adams, about making mom friends and how even as an extrovert, that is tough. Today, I am going a little longer than normal in this podcast, but we've got nothing but time, right? (laughs) Plus, it's worth it. Indiana is great. This episode talks about going in public places. And while I know that is unfortunately not a reality for us right now, as strange as that is to say, it will be again one day. So we can stash Indiana's tips in our back pocket for a month from now when we are finally able to venture out. Plus, I am sure... Everyone will be desperate for human connection by that time, and it can be a great time to make mom friends. Even the introverts will be ready for some in-person fun. Indiana is a former actor and style blogger who has accepted the role and outfit of a lifetime, a minivan driving, overall wearing, podcast hosting suburban mother of four. She's the host of Today, by the way, the short and sweet podcast that feels like a quick chat with your internet bestie. And you guys, it is so good. She has two episodes a week, Monday and Friday, and I look forward to them every week. So if you need a little pep in your week, I highly recommend checking out Today, by the way. So today, I am so excited to welcome Indiana as our guest bestie, and a member of the B-plus mom club. Instead of a sponsor today, I want to talk about podcast reviews. There has been a lot of talk lately on how you can support small businesses right now during this super strange time. And I wanted to remind you that one of the best ways to support this podcast is leaving a review. And bonus is that it costs you nothing. 
During the month of March, I am doing a giveaway for a one-year subscription to Disney Plus for anyone that leaves a kind review of this podcast. And come on, Disney Plus is an essential part of the B Plus Moms Toolkit. You can leave the review on Apple Podcasts or on podchaser.com. Seriously, you can pause this right now, scroll to the bottom, click five stars, and leave a review. Be sure to screenshot what you wrote before you submit it. Then you can send your review to me so I can enter you into the drawing. You can email your screenshot to hello at why didn't anyone tell me podcast.com. You can also post your screenshot to your Insta stories and tag me at why didn't anyone tell me. Both will enter you into the giveaway. Reviews are important, not just for letting me know that I'm not talking into an abyss, but it also helps with podcast ratings and rankings and search results. Next to word of mouth, this is one of the major ways that people find podcasts, and we want to welcome other moms here. There are a few other reasons why ratings are important, and I will get into that more on a bonus episode coming out later this month. If you want to be notified of that bonus episode, you need to subscribe in your podcast player of choice. So go ahead and subscribe for your weekly Humpty Treat and more. Now, on to the show. Hey, Indiana, welcome to the Why Didn't Anyone Tell Me podcast. I am so glad you are here today. Hannah, thank you for asking me. I'm, your show's so new, and I'm just so excited to be here. Yes, I mean, yes, I am new, but you are not new to the internet world. I have been following you for years, and so this is like truly an honor to have you here. I love that you refer to yourself as like an internet bestie, because I feel like you are like an older sister to yes. me. Like you have gone before me, and I'm like learning things from you along the way, and I totally love that. So thank you for being That's- that for me. <laughs> That's high praise. I love it when people say, I feel like their older sister. I'm, I'm like, yes, because I don't have any siblings in real life. And so I just love when women send me DMs and they're like, hey, I just need your take on this. I'm like, yeah, ask me. I don't have any little sisters asking me in real life. So bring it on. Oh women. my gosh. Yeah. You fill that role very well. I kind of forgot. I knew you had said that before that you didn't have any um, siblings. So all of your internet friends are just your like extended family. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And you are quite possibly the most bubbly person I've ever like <laughs> virtually met. And so I'm assuming that you are like 100% an extrovert. Is that true? Oh, I call myself an extreme extrovert. I am, I'm not the most extroverted person I know. I, two other women that I've met in my life have bested me in that category, but only two. So I'm number three in the world, I think does that look like being an extreme extrovert? Like when, you know, your friends invite you somewhere or like, are you the one creating all of the activities or like, what does that look like? That is such a good question. You know, I'm actually, I don't consider myself the cruise director of my social circle, but cruise director, (laughs) cause I, I'm not good at the minutia. I'm not good at like, okay, well we need to be there at six 30 and then like, no, but if you invite me, if my schedule allows, I will be there. And then I will just be energized and talking the whole time. And then when I go home, I won't be able to sleep because I've just been so energized by being around other people. Yes. Okay. So when you come home, you're not like totally crashing because that's how I feel like I am. I'm like, 
I need to relax for a because minute. you gave so much. That's you know because yes, yes. But for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got so much. I'm thinking through all these things that I learned about other people, and I need to kind of sit with that information. And then I'm like, for the rest. I love that, and I love that you said that you aren't necessarily the planner. So you're not like the super detail-oriented one who's making all the plans, inviting everyone, but you are definitely like the attendee, like always RSVPing. Yes. If I can find the invites in my inbox, yes. I have a digital organizational problem, but yes, when I know that there's something going on, if my schedule allows, I'm there. And I am usually one of the people that close the party down. I'm like, oh, oh, everyone's got, you want me to leave. You're cleaning up. Okay. I I now understand. (laughs) They're like, okay, the point has been made clear. That is so funny. I am like the, have you ever heard of an Irish goodbye? Yes. Okay. I'm that person. Yes. Because I always feel like saying goodbye takes so long. And then like, I'm just like, what I've decided it's time to go. It's like time to go. No, I I remember the person that. No, I, at my husband's last work party, I'm like, okay, well, if we're going to go, we got to do the lap because, you know, the party's closing down in 45 minutes. And he's like, is it going to take 45 minutes to do the goodbyes? I was like, maybe. Yeah. Okay, so I think there might be a lot of moms out there who want to be invited to things and would say yes to things if they got invited. But it's the, you know, like the leading up to that, like the making of mom friends and quality relationships is challenging. And so how did you get to that point of having like quality relationships with other women? What did that look like for you? Well, can I do a little bit of a backstory? Oh, yeah. I love a backstory. I love a rabbit hole. Please. Okay, good. So (laughs) I now live in Atlanta and I've lived here for about five years, not quite five years. But before I lived here, I lived in Austin, Texas. And I don't mean to brag, but I feel like I was like the queen of that city. Literally, I was (laughs) Mrs. Austin. I had a crown, (laughs) like a banner. (laughs) Anyway, I was on uh, the cover of Mrs. Austin magazine and just, I knew a lot of people because I had a hyper local blog. I blogged about life in East Austin and I was the first fashion blogger in Austin. Not the best, but I was the first and the only for a long time because <laughs> I started that pre-kids, which that seems like two lifetimes ago. <laughs> and so I always had a huge network of people to do things with. Austin is a creative class city. A lot of my friends were artists or actors. And so we just kind of would have random days together. And so I had a lot of what I would call impromptu friends, where I could send a group text and say, hey, I'm hitting up Target, anyone down? And then, you know, maybe as a group text of 10, two people would say yes. And, you know, like, oh, there's a last minute happy hour and this cool band is playing, does anyone want to go? And because it's a creative class city with lots of people with flexible jobs or gig economy jobs, people can say yes. And then I move to North Atlanta, to the suburbs, And I've had to shut down my blog because my blog was about living in Austin. It was called Adored Austin. (laughs) Well, that brand doesn't fit anymore. And um, I I feel like I very publicly struggled with the move that people saw on Instagram that I started to languish, that I had Mm. trouble making friends, that I would write about, I'm at Target. I just need to talk to another adult. And I would troll other women. I would see them pushing their cart. I'm like, she looks cool. Okay. And then I'd be like, hi, hi, I'm new here. Like <laughs> you're here during the day. Do you yeah. know? I would give my number to women 
And I was just, because I'm an extreme extrovert, was desperate for friends. And Mm -hmm. I tried to dig in at church. I tried to dig in my neighborhood, but I just kept hitting roadblocks because in the season of motherhood that we, I was in with three little kids, all of them, you know, younger than kindergarten, Mm -hmm. you're kind of, all of your friends and your peers are beholden to those nap schedules or feeding schedules. And they're like, I'm kind of tethered to this other being. I can't get out. And so your schedules just didn't mesh up. And so I started feeling very lonely And the act of inviting people started just wearing on me. I'm like, I'm always doing the asking. I'm always the one giving out my phone number. I'm always the one waiting at home, hoping for the call. And, um, and after about a year of that, I just got really just sad and, um, just started kind of writing about how hard it was to be an extrovert and, how there's this misconception like, oh, you're extroverted. It must be really easy for you to make friends. You're bubbly. You're charming. You seem like you could talk to strangers easily. I'm like, yeah, I can, I can open the door, but I can't close the deal. (laughs) Like I can't get people to invite me to go anywhere. I can't. And so I'm like, I don't have friends. I haven't stepped foot and had dinner in someone's house at that point. I think it was more than a year. I'm like, I haven't had anyone over to just play with, like have a play date at my house. And, um, But then someone pointed out that the act of pursuing others is godly, that God is always pursuing us. He doesn't ever give up. And that, that like my exhaustion from doing that is fine. Like, you know, it doesn't cost me anything to invite anyone to go anywhere, just to just keep asking and to just give people a lot of grace. Like, yeah, I'm also stuck at home. My kids nap, my, my kids still take a two hour nap every day. And so kind of from like, <laughs> I know I bless know. them. Oh my God. It's God. blackout curtains and a white noise machine and putting them in pajamas for a nap. It somehow has just worked. Wow. Accordingly. And so I know that I can't meet other moms at like the indoor trampoline park. If it's, you know, between three and five, that's like, my kids might be taking a nap. Yeah. So, but to just keep asking and to remind myself that like, no, doesn't mean no forever. It just means like, no, not today. Yeah. I like that you mentioned like extracurricular activities where you might be sitting on the sidelines with other parents or meeting other moms just through those like shared interests. Like when, you know, they're two and four, maybe not a lot of that is happening. Um, So did you reach a point where people started responding with yeses or did you reach a point where people started inviting you or like, what was kind of that tipping point? Because I feel like you've climbed out of that a little bit. Um, but yeah, what was that progression? For me, going to a gym really helped because there were, I found other moms that had little, my gym has childcare. It's a YMCA. And so we get two hours of childcare every day included with our membership. <laughs> and so even if I didn't actually feel like working out, I'm like, I could put my kids in childcare, read a magazine or, or invite a friend to just walk outside with me. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't have to do a class or lift heavy weights, but I can use this time to socialize. And so that's how I started meeting people outside of my church and outside of my immediate neighborhood. But then when I went to the YMCA, I actually met people that lived in my neighborhood or went to my church. One of my, one of my dearest friends and business partners, I met her at Costco, but then she said, I think I dance in front of you at the YMCA. And then we discovered <laughs> that our kids were all homeschooled that, 
And so that, that was an, that was an answer to prayer. Cause at that point I was praying, Lord, I don't need a giant friend group. Like I had in Austin. I just need mm-hmm. one friend. And it'd be yeah. really great if she lived nearby and if she had kids, my kids as ages, but I'm not picky. I just need one available friend. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was kind of the answer to that, that long, long season of loneliness. And then she introduced me to some of her friends. Cause I just, I was just honest, like I'm lonely. Uh, yeah. Do you know any other women that are kind of home during the day and have kids, my kids as ages that you think I would get along? I just asked her to kind of play matchmaker for me. And then I met another girl and then I've met some of her friends now. And it's now I have a wider circle because I just was very honest about feeling lonely. And every time I've told a woman like I'm lonely or like, I didn't understand that motherhood would be so isolating. They have met me back with like, yes, me too. Like no one's ever been like, well, that's weird. I don't really feel that. (laughs) Yeah. And that you were super honest and like upfront with them because I think that a lot of people might be to do that. But I think that that was really the thing that kind of opened you up to connection with these people. And I think that maybe you just saying like, I'm lonely and like, I'm looking for friends. Can you like, are you interested in other people? I think that's a really bold move of you, but like very admirable because it clearly worked. And, and then just at the end of when I'm getting to know someone, like I can remember sitting on a park bench, having a conversation with another mom that I'd literally just met as our kids were playing in the sand pit together and just having a fun conversation and just telling her, this is really fun. This has been such a delight for me today. I don't get a lot of this. I'm like, can I have your phone number right now? And then she would, she gave me her number and then I texted her and just asked like, when is the next time you will be at this park? And I didn't, I didn't say like, can you come over? Can you be my best friend? Yes. But I just asked like, when is the, when are you going to do this again? And then I just made that spot sacred in my calendar to return to that park on that same day. So now we're creating a rhythm. And now I started to, I started to see that woman at that park more often. And then we started going to Chick-fil-A after the park. And then she invited me to her kids' birthday party or not me, but she invited my kids to sit- <laughs> Her kids' birthday party. So now we're, we're actual friends because I just put something on the calendar. Yeah. I love it. I was going to ask you if you had like tips and I think that is such a good one because I would never do that. Like, I think I am a friendly person, but I also get super awkward in like, okay, great. Like our friends are, or our kids are playing together, but like I, I don't really know how to approach like the next thing. I feel like my whole life and probably for the lives of other people, we have been in these situations where you're in like this microcosm of people your age and it's much easier to make friends from school to college to even like into like the corporate world. There were other people that just graduated college too. And like, those are the people that I went to happy hour with and made friends with. And then when you become a mom everyone's just on their own and you're like, okay, but now what? Um, so I like that you just kind of like put yourself out there and got her phone number because I, that makes me extremely nervous. Like, but what would she, I guess what would be the worst thing that would happen? She's like, no thanks. I, mean, I don't like people. Like I have yeah. women that have never, like I've met women at Target and like we've struck up a conversation. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to give you my number. And then they'll text me like, oh, okay, this is Amy. And they reply back and then nothing. And I just, I have to just be okay with like, well, all right, that one, that one's not going to work out. That's, 
that's fine. Like, I don't yeah. know what she's got going on in her life because I didn't get to the next base to learn more. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just always so, eyes up. Like I'm looking for people that could, I never feel like I have enough friends. I never feel like I'm okay. This friendship has reached the deepest level it can. I always think I can learn more. I can yes. learn more about this person. How do you go about like striking up a conversation with someone like you said in Costco in Target? Like, mm. what, what do you do? Hey, I tried those granola bars. They're really good. Like, what, what are you saying to them? Legitimately, I, I try to enter in with a common point or a compliment. So if I see something that she and I have similar, I want to point that out right away. Like if we are wearing the same shirt, I'll be like, Hey girl, same shirt, same shirt. And, or a compliment. If she's wearing something I like, I will say, I love that dress. It has pockets. Where did you get it? And yeah. So yeah, just right away. I'm like, how can I compliment her? Or how can I, the two C's compliment and common, like what are, okay. what are those? Those are my entry points. Always. No, like if I'm at a mixer for work or if I'm just at Target or Costco and I see something. Yeah. Or even if I think that our kids are about the same age. So yeah. I'm like, hey, your your son looks the same same age as my son. Where does he go to school? And then I just enter in like that. Okay. Wow. And I love small talk. Okay, I like I'm that. not a person that hates small talk. Like I could small talk all day long. I do have that personality type where I and this is something that I'm working on. I do want to be more cognizant of how another person might feel. I, I'm really bad at empathy. So it doesn't cross my mind that someone would think that I'm strange, <laughs> like by just oh. up a conversation. With them. Like it doesn't even, like, I don't even have that inner monologue. Oh, what if they don't like me? Or what if they don't? I, I, if that were to go in my, my mind, I think I would think, but what if they do? <laughs> And I've just seen it work. I mean, I'm trying to think of three good friends that I've met, one at Target, one at Costco, and one at Chick-fil-A. So I've seen wow. it. I've seen it work. So I'm not nervous to to try. Yeah. And I've also yeah. seen it like fail horribly, but that's fine because I've seen it work. You're like, well, it might work sometimes. Maybe it's 50-50, but you never know unless you take the chance. I love that. Um so speaking of friends and like we were talking about making friends, but what do you do once you have become friends with someone? Like, how are you serving another mom? Or like, how do you appreciate Ooh. them in your life? Right. And I think there's a lot of things about like how to help a new mom. I think that this is, I don't want to say a problem. A lot of people focus on new moms, maybe like the first few weeks. And then all of a sudden everything drops off and you're like, still struggling over here. Um, even when they're two or, you know, going into kindergarten and it's like this huge transition, like how are you showing up and like supporting your mom friends? I don't know if I'm doing a good job, honestly. Um, I'm sure you are. I don't know. I, my schedule is really full. I, I drive 15 hours a week between mm. taking everyone to school um, just yeah. two different schools that are not close to my house and are not close to each other. So my time that I actually have to spend with people is very small. And I, mm -hmm. I feel like I live, maybe you feel similarly. I have one foot in the working mom world and one foot in the stay at home mom world because I am working, but I yeah. do work for myself and I do work at home, but I actually do need to use the time that my children are in school to get my work done. And so my stay at home yes. mom friends have a hard time understanding that I can't always meet them for lunch. 
and yeah. I'm not always able to join them for the morning Bible study. Yeah. And then my working mom friends, they're actually, they want to spend their time after work with their children. And so it's hard to get together with them. So I've just got really comfortable with whenever someone pops into my mind, texting them or sending them yeah. a funny gift. Or when I read something that reminds me of someone that I just tag them on Instagram. This reminded me of you. If it's funny, if it's serious, um, just to keep touching base. And I have a planner and I write down five people in my planner for the week and I cross them off when I've done it. Like, okay, reach out to these five women. You haven't talked to them recently. Make sure you hear their voice. Even I hate voice messages. And I, when someone calls me, I'm like, Ooh, why are they calling me? Please just text. I know, but it is so nice to just leave. I mean, Instagram has a voice memo. Have you ever mm -hmm. done that? Like you can just leave like yeah. a little voice tag for someone. It's super fast. I can usually knock all five out while I'm in line at carpool. And then yeah. at least they've heard my voice. At least they haven't forgotten about me. And then they usually in the next week do something similar. So I'm trying to yeah. maintain relationships. And then when I do get together with people, I just try to spend the time asking questions and thinking like, how can I learn something new about her in this season? Even if I saw her last week, like what's different about this week than last week? Yeah. And, and I like you said that you kind of do it intentionally, that you write out five people. Um, because I think that it can, it's very easy to just not do any of that uh, because you get so caught up in the day-to-day -day stuff. Um, and but having this, that list. Yes. And there's this false sense of, oh, I'm caught up with her because you are looking at her Instagram feed or her Facebook feed. So you kind of do know like, oh, I do know that Amy's kids were sick this week because I saw that in her Instagram stories. But did I take the time to call her and say, hey, is there anything I can like drop off? I'm running to Kroger or, hey, is she kind of over that sickness? If so, like, let's get together. <laughs> so, yes, I, I need to do better true. at that. And, um, but those are some practices that I try to have. But of course, I get somewhat overwhelmed sometimes with just kids sports and commuting and work yeah. that I don't get to cross off all five names. But I yeah. try. That is a very good idea. I like that you shared that. I think that I need to start doing that. And um, what has been a way that like women have shown up for you as a friend and like served you well? Oh, this is such a good question. Well, I, in, in August, I was diagnosed with stage two melanoma and mm -hmm. it was such a surprise. You can't see me in this podcast, but if you could see me, I am half Asian, quarter Native American, so I'm very tan with black hair. Um, I'm not a candidate for skin cancer. Also, I don't like the sun. Like I always <laughs> sit under an umbrella and wear a big hat. And when we're at the pool, I don't get in the pool. I don't enjoy swimming. I just like to be outside, but I don't really like to get tan or hot. So I've always just stayed kind of out of the sun. And when I was a child, my grandmother also bought me SPF 75. Like she was just so concerned with my complexion um, that she got me this prescription sunscreen for my whole childhood. So I've been very well protected. And yeah. to suddenly get this diagnosis was such a shock. Yeah. And so from diagnosis to surgery was just a very short time, just three weeks. And 
But in that time, my friends really loved me well. Um, I did not ask for this, but they dropped off meals. People, I was almost getting annoyed, which is strange for an extreme extrovert. I'm like, oh my word, just let me sleep. (laughs) The next day, (laughs) everyone kept texting or saying, can I drop by? Can I drop by? Like, no, just (laughs) let me be. I'm recovering. it, It was such a marked improvement because when I first moved here, I had an ovarian cyst rupture. And I remember laying in my driveway, scrolling through my phone, like, who can I call that can come sit with the kids and who can take me to the doctor? Because my husband's job is kind of far away from our house. Yeah. And like having no one to call. I'm yeah. just feeling really sad about that. I'm like, there's no one. There's no one I can call like that can help me in this mm. kind of medical emergency. And then just a few years later, like kind of being annoyed by <laughs> how many people... <laughs> And yeah, um, but like specific things, like people, people dropping off things um, that kind of spoke to the fact that they knew me. Like my mm. friend Amy brought me a cake that had a funny saying on it. That was a she brought me a cookie cake, which is my favorite dessert, and then it had it said melanomo, like <laughs> like you know melanoma anymore. Anyway, and yeah, it was just like funny. a very funny. Like she knew how to strike that right balance of like humor, but also giving me good food and also not asking to like drop by, just dropping by and then yeah. saying, how long do you want me to chat? And I'm like, mm, 30 minutes and then the medicine will kick in and I'll probably want to fall back asleep. <laughs> That's a good question though, because sometimes if you're like visiting a new mom, some like me, I was like, do not even stay here five minutes. My baby eats all the time. <laughs> like I, this is so hard. But Mm -hmm. I have a friend who's like, just stay with me all day. Like, this is totally fine. Um, So I like that question of asking. It's a really good idea. Yeah. And and to be okay. Like there, there were a couple of people that I'm like, I'm, I just really need to sleep right now. Can you just leave whatever you brought me on the porch or bring it tomorrow and, and being okay. Like having friends that are okay with those answers when you do want space. Yeah. I like that. I feel like the whole theme of this is just like being super open and honest um, because there's really no downside to it. I mean, those people are your friends anyway. If you tell them to leave it on the porch because you don't have enough energy, they're not going to stop being your friend. Um, Right. Right. I love that. Hi, Hannah of the future here. (laughs) And I am popping in to say Indiana has a very important message and a valuable story about melanoma. And I really want to share it with all of you. I cut it out of this episode due to time, but I will be releasing it as a bonus episode on Monday with Indiana about skin cancer. So tune back in on Monday to catch that story. All right, back to the interview. Um, so we will go into something that is less serious <laughs> because I like fun things. A mom hack. Um, so what is something that you have learned over your years of mothering that's like your one go-to hack? On, so my oldest child is nine now, but on his first birthday, he blew out the candles and I burst into tears. And everyone was like, what is wrong with her? Is she just emotional because her baby's growing up? No, I had realized that I hadn't slept in a year. I was like, oh, it's been one whole year since I've slept. And I very much value sleep. Like it is, sleep is my favorite thing. I have a shirt that says like captain of the nap team. (laughs) I love sleep so much. (laughs) So as soon as my children could get downstairs by themselves, 
I taught them to make breakfast for themselves so yeah. I could sleep in as long as I can. And so my mom hack is that your three-year-old can make his own breakfast. If you buy the, uh, it's called a milk pump. It's a battery operated milk pump, milk tap. And so he can shove his bowl underneath our gallon of milk. This is when he was really, really little. He could shove his bowl underneath a gallon of milk and it's battery operated. So it would just spit the milk into his cereal bowl. So I would just have his bowl on the counter with the cereal already in it. In the morning, he just have to fill it up with milk and sit at the table. And it bought me probably, I don't know, an extra 15 minutes of sleep. And I was like, wow, life. Like, good for he you. Can make his own milk breakfast. tap. Milk tap. Yeah. I was wondering at like what age because like, I do not, my daughter is a maniac and I do not trust her. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, our pantry has like a child lock on it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so I'm like, at what age? I was maybe making breakfast for myself when I was a little kid, but okay. So you're three. Yes. And so the other children have followed suit now that they, we still use the milk tap and we just put the milk in the door of the fridge on a shelf where they can reach it. And yeah. I don't even put the cereal in the bowl on the counter for them now. I just have it in, you know, in a little container and they pour the yes. cereal. They can make eggs in the microwave. I was like, y'all got to do your own breakfast. Mama's got to sleep. And I know that sounds so selfish, Man. but that no. extra 15 minutes of sleep, I feel like, okay, I can take on the day. I mean, right now we bring snacks into our bedroom so that when they wake up in the morning, they eat in bed with us. And I just lay there because I'm like, I cannot get up yet. So I haven't gotten to the point where they go do it themselves, but I, I just bring the food into our bed. Milk tap and just put a little washcloth underneath the gallon of milk because sometimes it does dribble a little bit, but I just change the washcloth out once a week. So it's fine. Okay. Next thing is, do you have like a favorite thing that you have been loving lately? Something you recently purchased? Yes. So, and I know that this may not apply to people with young, young children, but I recently realized that I could not carry a diaper bag. Oh, (laughs) so I'm dreaming of that day. So I was like, oh, wow, I actually really don't need to use this big backpack anymore. I could get a smaller bag. And so I treated myself to a small leather backpack and I love it. Oh so. my gosh. I, I, yes. I feel like that is a whole new like level of parenthood when mm-hmm. you get to do that. And a backpack you, that treat. you know, it's kind of hands-free and it's still cute. I can fit my planner mm-hmm. in it and my phone and my wallet. And like, even if my kids, you know, do your kids do this? Will they bring, bring something to the store? And you're like, don't bring this in the car. Don't bring this to the store with you. And then they snuck it. And then you're like, okay, I guess I have to hold this. Like that's what parenting yeah. is. I feel like parenting yes. is just seventy percent just holding stuff. I told my kids not to bring. Yeah. So, Do you know the brand? I have two now. I have one from Abel. Have you heard of the brand Abel? A B. Yeah. They they make those sneakers, right? Yeah. 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 They make those really cute leopard yes. sneakers. But they have a cute leather backpack that I bought for Disney because it zips all the way around. And then mm. Noonday Collection has one too. That's fair trade. And it's just the prettiest leather I've ever seen. So now I have two tiny leather backpacks. Or even if it, you're not, it just fit. use it for times that you go without it could fit. It could fit one or two diapers. I mean, no problem. And it could fit two diapers and like a small travel thing of wipes. 
Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's where I am right now is I'm like, I just need like one or two. I don't need like a whole bunch of stuff. Right. So you don't have to do the sippy cups and the snack cup and the, you know, the changing pad. If you can kind of forego all that, you could still get a tiny backpack. They're so cute. Yeah. Okay. I'll link them in the show notes. Okay. Okay. So the last thing we're going to do is a little game, Two Truths and a Lie, which I played on Instagram the other day, and that was pretty fun. So I was like, maybe we can do it here. Um, So I don't care who wants to go first, but we will play with each other and we'll tell, obviously, self-explanatory, two truths and one lie, and then guess um, which one is the lie. Um, Do you want to go first? Yes. So I just do all three and you have to guess? Yes. So tell me. There's a theme. And then I'll guess which one is the lie. Okay. I have a theme in mind. Okay. So number one, I once won a lunch with Mindy Kaling. Oh, that's like my dream. Okay. Okay. Number two, I once won a vegan hot dog eating contest. (laughs) Okay. Number three, I once won a donut eating contest while nursing a baby. Okay. Um, my guess is the vegan hot dog contest is a lie. Incorrect. That one is. No, that's true. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I entered on a whim too, which is really ridiculous. (laughs) So what is even in a vegan hot dog? Who knows? But I ate, um, I think 12 of them in five minutes. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I'm impressed. Also, we went, slightly yeah. impressed. <laughs> no, Chris and I went to a vegan hot dog festival. There's a whole festival in Austin. Austin is such a fun and weird city. So of course there's a vegan hot dog festival, <laughs> but the hot dogs were, I think $4 a piece, like for lunch. And oh my then, gosh. but then they were, they were having a vegan hot dog eating contest. And I were like, well, how much to enter the contest? And they said, that's free. I was like, well, let's just enter the contest and we'll just sit up there and eat our like two hot dogs and then we're done. So like, that's a great idea. So we entered the contest and then he goes, but you know, if we enter, we should try to win. I was like, yeah, let's try to win. So we entered on a whim and um, yeah, we won. Okay. So okay, you yeah. did win a donut eating contest? Well, I'm nursing a baby. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. Just like agility wise almost because do you have to like bend over to eat the donuts to be fair it wasn't eating a donut it wasn't like a mask eating contest it was a donut was hanging from like a rope (laughs) I don't know how to describe it so you had to like hands free eat a donut as fast as you can and so I was nursing a baby and she was not done nursing but the contest was starting I was like I can enter I can still do it Um, so oh it, there was agility involved, Hannah. Thank you for, <laughs> yes. Okay, and so you, you're like a pro at doing things with zero hands. Once right. you're like nursing a baby and yeah. have other children. Give them yes. In the bag. And it was baby number three. So I was very, very adept at that point. So yeah, I was like, I got that this. is so good. <laughs> so that is so good. I can link a picture for you in the show notes. Oh my gosh. Yes, someone, please do. Someone took a picture. It's ridiculous. Okay. Do you have yours? I want to guess yours. Yeah. Um, okay. Mine do not have a theme of winning because I don't often win things. So, um, okay. Number one is I went to three different elementary schools growing up. Mm. 
Number two is that Matt, my husband, and I dated for one year before we got married. And number three is that we named our son after a golf course. The lie is that you and Matt dated for one year. Oh my gosh, stop. You're so good. I have like no poker because I couldn't even look at you when I was reading that. <laughs> um, because yes, that is incorrect. Well, so how long were you together? Um, we were together for maybe two and a half years before we got engaged. And then we were only engaged for like six months. So like okay. three years by the time we got married. But yeah. Um, yeah. Was, was that like, a whirlwind romance? You no, know, my parents was, they got, they dated for like three months and then got married. No, um, my, my aunt and uncle who are like my parents, six weeks. I was like, six weeks. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> yes, I know. That's what I'm like, man, they're still together. So I'm, yeah. like, I'm glad it worked out. Um, yes, I thought, I was like, okay, maybe one year is like a decent enough amount of time that it won't seem like a lie. Clearly I failed. Well, I, I thought that three different elementary schools might be true because earlier you had talked about how your kids have already been <laughs> in a few different uh, childcare situations. So I'm like, well, maybe, yes. maybe history is repeating yeah. itself. So. Yes. That is true. We moved around a lot when I was uh, um, a little kid from like birth to maybe third grade. I went to, I lived in a lot of different places, Idaho, Oregon, California, Wisconsin. So. Were your parents in the military uh, or in sales? No. My, my, my dad was in like insurance sales. So I feel okay. like we moved a lot. My yes, mom's a yes. teacher. So I don't know. She could teach uh, but she yes. Did. Yeah. So that was true. And we did in fact name our son after a golf course. Was it a golf um, course that meant something to you? Um, not particularly. You're like, I, just I like mean, there was name. like, yeah, there was. That wasn't where he was conceived. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I've never been there actually. Augusta National, my husband is a huge golfer and like golfed in college and it's like his favorite thing in the world. So um, our son's name is August. And so it was partially after that, like, golf course. There's, like, yes. a few other reasons, but that was when we're like, oh, okay. Um, well, come to Augusta like, National and hang out with, like, that's up the road from me. So we're down Conceive the road. another child. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. Um, yeah, you live close to there? Yeah. Okay, that sounds fun. Uh, we, we did a first birthday, like, um, Augusta National themed for my son. So he had like a green master's jacket and whatever. I love a good theme. So uh, yes, partially named after a golf course. All right. You were good. Um, That was fun. Thank you for playing with me. Yeah. Thanks for coming up with that. Yeah. Um, So where can everyone like find you online? Because I'm sure most people feel the same way I do and that you are like their internet big sister, because you know so much more about so many things that I have yet to encounter. So where can people find you online? You can find me on MySpace. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Does that still exist? I don't, yeah, I can I be in your top eight? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find a picture from Friday Night Lights for my podcast the other day, and I had to look at someone's old MySpace, actually. I was like, you know, oh I think gosh. that person had it on their MySpace. And so if you have an old profile on MySpace, and you never shut it down. It's still there, just so you guys oh, all know. God, I don't want to go look. <laughs> I have no it's idea. Watch out. Ninth grade, Hannah, I don't even know it would be on there. 
Um, yeah. I'm not on MySpace anymore. I am on Instagram, which is like the same thing. So, <laughs> uh, my personal Instagram is Indiana Adams. And then I have a podcast called Today, by the way. And that has its own Instagram as well. And then the show is at todaybytheway.com. Yes. And I know some people that listen to this podcast love like a short and sweet. And Today, by the way, is perfect for that. Um, it's, it's a two episodes. Two a week, Mondays and Fridays, 15 minutes. That's it. Yes, I love it so much. Um, listen to every episode. It's new-ish, right? It started new, a couple of months yeah. ago. His yeah. birthday was December 2nd, so it's, it's, it's still a baby. Yeah. Okay. So I know people should go over there and tune in too because it is a great one. I look forward to it on Mondays and Fridays and maybe a couple more days soon, right? I know. Or another the, day? The dream is for it to be daily. So I'm just trying to grow the listenership and mm-hmm. um, get sponsors. And then yeah. when that happens, I'll add Wednesdays. And then when it keeps growing, I'll add Tuesdays and Thursdays. So cool. And I cannot even imagine doing a podcast every day of the week. So good for you because that is amazing. But also I like to listen. It's like a morning show, like a radio morning show. Yeah. So cool. Such a good idea. I love it so much. And thank you so much for being here and for sharing like all of your wisdom. Because Uh, I love hearing from you. It's it's fun to do a show with someone else, like to talk to another (laughs) podcaster because usually it's just me and my microphone. So it's good to have someone on the other end of this conversation today. Indiana is such a gem and I love her energy so much. I hope this episode was a welcome relief from the realities of your daily life right now. But I do want to add something because I know that this episode talked a lot about doing things in person with other moms about making mom friends. And I know that that really isn't an option right now. Um, So I I came up with a list of a few things to connect with other moms or friends, mom friends, whoever, virtually. Number one, order food delivery for a friend. Number two, send another friend a Starbucks gift card. Number three, use the Marco Polo app to send video messages to each other. Number four, Challenge each other to a virtual fitness competition. I know that there are all different kinds of apps and things that people might use to be working out at home. Spoiler alert, I'm not one of those people. (laughs) But I know that right now Peloton is giving away 90 days free of their app and you can do like virtual classes with a friend and turn that into a competition if you want. Number five, create pen pals for your kids. And number six, join a virtual book club. My friend Desiree from the Minimalish podcast actually has a virtual book club that you can join. I will add a link in the show notes if you are interested in that. I would also love to hear your ideas and resources for how you can stay connected in this social distancing world. Um, So be sure to check out my post on Instagram at why didn't anyone tell me and comment there so we can share our ideas with each other. Today on this episode, we talked about a giveaway for a free year of Disney Plus, how you can strike up a conversation with a mom, gradually taking that friendship to the next level, and how to get your kids to make their own breakfast. If you want to hear Indiana's skin cancer story, please tune back in on Monday for that bonus episode. 
Next Wednesday, I will be talking about hobbies as a mom. I think that's going to be a super fun one too. Thank you so much for being here and for letting me blab while you got stuff done. Way to go you. Whether you were drowning out the sounds of your kids crying on your walk or you were listening while hiding in the kitchen, uh, I mean, making dinner, (laughs) I am honored to be your honest mom friend. There is no better time for this message. Being B plus is a-okay. Give yourself some grace. Love you. Mean it. That's it for today, friend. As always, you can find all of the details from this episode on the website at why didn't anyone tell me podcast.com slash show notes. I'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place for your hump day treat. P.S. If you are loving the show, please leave a rating and review on Apple podcasts so that other moms who need adult conversation can find us. I may even mention you and read your review on the show. To help this podcast grow, I need your help. If the show is serving you in any way, I would be so grateful if you told your real life mom friends or shared about the show on Instagram. Just make sure you tag me at why didn't anyone tell me so that I can say hi to you. Let's take this mom friendship to the next level. Well, B plus moms, whether you are surviving or thriving right now, I see you. I'm proud of you. Keep doing your thing. Talk to you later.